0: Welcome to The Junction Box, the audio cast where what you need to know about the electrical program connects with the experts in the field. This time, our focus is on conduit bending, and our guest is electrician and instructor, Frank Saavedra. Frank, thank you for being here.
1: Oh, my pleasure.
0: So Frank, before we get started, let me share with the audience what's happening here at The Junction Box. You see, normally, we ask our instructors questions they provide answers. This time, we're going to conclude our three-part lesson with Mr. Saavedra as he continues to teach us how to calculate, lay out, and form different types of conduit bends. So, sit back, relax, and enjoy as you listen to instructor and expert electrician Frank Saavedra conclude his lesson about
1: conduit bending. So, We've, we've gotten into stub ups. So a stub up, basically the way we lay that out is we just have to measure what our desired stub up length is and subtract our take up, make our mark from the end of the conduit and bend. So, and we're bending and we're aligning that to the arrow, right? We don't want to forget that. When we're creating a stub up, we're going to utilize the arrow mark. So we want to make sure the hook is facing The end of the the conduit that is the stub-up end. So let's say we had an 18-inch stub-up. We want to create it with a half-inch bender. And we get in there and we say, okay, I want eight inches. Uh, My take-up is five. Subtract the five, I'm at 13 inches. I make my mark around the conduit. It's very important that we remember while using conduit, Never use a permanent marker or a pen. It's extremely hard to get rid of those and we we don't want a bunch of marks. Our customers don't want to look at your mark around the conduit with permanent marker, okay? So always use a pencil. It is extremely important that you use pencil when bending conduit. So you make that mark with the pencil at 13 inches. Now you align your arrow with the hook facing the end of the conduit that is gonna be the stub up. Then you're gonna bend up at 90 degrees. As you're bending up that conduit, you're gonna apply your torpedo level to the outside of the conduit. So as you come up, you'll have your 90 degree bubble and your leveling bubble. You'll look at the 90 degree marker and go, okay, I need to be dead center in between these two lines. Now that bubble when it's dead center, you're at 90. So remember though, you're always going to have a little bit of spring back is what I like to call it. So when you bend metal, it you're you're creating a new bend. So when you're creating that bend, there is going to be some spring back coming off of that end. So you might want to bend it a just a hair in so that when it springs back, it's dead center. So that's our stub up. Now, let's say, for example, we're, we're out on the job site and um, somebody's up taking measurements. It could be somebody you're working with. It could be uh, another apprentice. It could be a journeyman that's running you and you're down on the floor creating the bends. You're on the ground creating the bends and he's up on the ladder taking measurements. Now, he may yell out, I need a 90 at 55 to the back or 55 overall just depends on, on his the way that he says things. That's another thing you want to get to know when you're working with somebody new. But let's say he says, to the back of my 90s, 55. He yells that out. And you say, okay, so you make your mark. Now, a lot of people are going to think about take up and all of that. But one of the great things is you could utilize the arrow or I'm sorry, the star. You can utilize the star and. And with that, make your mark at the the designated distance. So if he calls out, I need a, a 55 to the back of my 90, you measure 55 inches to the back of your 90, and then you make your mark, align it with the star, and create that bend. Now when you bend that up to 90, to the back of your 90 will be exactly 55 inches. That's important because you don't want to be sitting there calculating out take up if if he's, if he's moving, if he's in a hurry, he wants to get that conduit in there, he wants to hook it into the coupling, he's ready to go. You don't want to be sitting on the ground doing too much math. Okay, so when you're doing a basic 90 and, and he says to the back, it's always better to utilize the star. Now when we get into our back-to-back 90s, it gets a little bit more complicated. Now, we can do a simple stub-up. You want to know the two distances of the stub-ups. You want to know your distance in between. So, you're going to take at least three measurements. You're going to get stub-up one, stub-up two, and the distance overall from back-to-back of the 90s. So, That'll be our our distance, we'll call that D. Uh, Stub up one, we'll call S1, and stub up two, we'll call S2. Now we're gonna add all of those together. And then what we're gonna do is, this is where the gain comes into play, we're gonna subtract gain times two. So if you have a half inch stick of conduit and your gain is two and a half inches, well you multiply that by two because you're creating two 90 degree bends. Those two 90 degree bends are gonna create gain twice. Now the gain happens on the back end of the conduit, right? So where it's coming out of the shoe is where your gain is being created. So because that is, is what's happening, we have to be careful. So if I know that I'm going to gain two and a half inches, so let's say for example, I've got a 15 inch stub up on both sides. So S1 and S2 are both 15. I add those up, I have 30 inches. Then let's say my distance between is 25 inches. Okay, so I've got 25 inches in between. I've got stub up one of 15, stub up two of 15. Now I would add the three of those up. So 15 plus 15 is 30 inches, plus another 25 inches is gonna get me at 55 inches. So 55 total inches of of linear distance that we have. So now I'm gonna subtract my gain. My gain is five inches, right? It's two and a half times two, which is a total of five. So what I need is I need to make sure that the conduit that I'm using before I even start is at least 50 inches long, right? This is important because if we're trying to utilize all the conduit possible, we may have a stick on our lift or in our our pile that is 50 inches long, maybe it's 55 inches long. We may have to cut a little bit off, right? But we want to utilize as much material as possible. So with that 50 inch length, pre-cut distance is what it's called, we're going to go and we're going to make our first mark. Now the first mark is simple. It's a simple stub up on one end. We take the 15 desired of the stub up. So we subtract the take up That's five inches on a half inch stick. So our mark, it's gonna be 15 minus five. It's gonna be at 10 inches from the end of the conduit. Now we align our arrow, make our mark, align our arrow, create that 90 degree bend. This is the easiest part, right? Now on the next part, we can look at the other end and go, okay, well, there's two options here. I can either make my mark, measure from the back, make my mark at exactly 25 inches, and bend from the star. That's one option. Now the problem with that option is I have to bend where my star is gonna be at a point where the other 90 is behind me. Now the problem with the other 90 being behind you while you're creating the bend is that it's hard to sight. When it's hard to sight, we have difficulty making sure that they're both perfectly aligned. We want them perfectly aligned because we want to make sure that we don't have what we call um, a dog leg. Um, We don't want the 290s to be crooked, right? We want it in line. We want it to look neat and workmanlike. So that being said, you can do that if you're a little bit more advanced. You'll be able to eye it from behind you and and be able to bend it up. For an apprentice level electrician, I recommend another way. Now this way, it, it gets a little bit more complicated Now we're gonna bend from the arrow and we're gonna bend up. We're gonna keep that 90 in front of us. The reason we do that is we can take the handle of the bender, sight down where that other 90 is while it's vertically in the air, and we can sight down and verify that we're in line. Now if I keep that in line and continue to bend and keep constant pressure and bend it the 90 degree angle up towards me, then this is possible. Right, so it helps me keep everything in line. So it's really important for for our apprentice level electricians to utilize this. Um, Now, when you do this though, the math changes a little bit. So we have to remember that I'm gonna get gain on the shoe side, not the hook side, but the shoe side. So if I do that, I know I want 15 inches on my stub up, right? So if I'm gonna create this bend, I know I'm gonna have two and a half inches of gain. So if I make my mark and I make my mark right at 15 inches and I bend it, what do you think will happen? How is is that bend going to be done? Well, the problem is, is I'm going to lose five inches, right? I'm going to lose five on the take up. So that being said, I'm going to want to measure from the end of my stick. I'm going to want to measure and account for the two and a half inches of gain. Then I have to make my mark. Now, when I make that mark, I'm going to bend that up towards me, right? So it's really important, and your instructors and everybody that you're working with are going to really work with you on this. This is one of the more difficult bends when we talk about back-to-back 90s. I highly recommend if you're able to do the star version, the star version is the fastest and most efficient way. Now, the other version will keep you in line and make sure that you uh, don't have a dog leg And what we like to say is if we lay it down on the table and we start moving it and it's barking, right? We call that a bark. When you hear it moving and bouncing all over the place, it's barking, right? That's that dog leg. So we want to make sure we don't do that because we want it to be neat and workmanlike. We don't want it to twist on us. So um, again, constant pressure on that foot pedal. Making sure we're aligned and creating great, Measurements. Now, there's just a little bit of math involved in bending 90s. It's fairly simple, um, but it's it's important for our industry. 90 degree bends are some of the most common bends you'll you'll do out in the field. And as you continue to grow as an electrician, or if you're already out there and you just need a little bit of work, maybe it's been a while since you've bent some conduit. Um, I hope you enjoyed this, and I thank you for your time.
0: This concludes this edition of The Junction Box. Join us next time as we continue to learn from the experts here at SJVC. A presentation of San Joaquin Valley College.